Hey, hey, welcome. Another edition in the house with Ken and Jared. Good Saturday morning to you. Hi, my name is Jared Mellick. I own Universal Roof and Contracting with my father, Ken. And host this little ho- this little show called In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered here. Number to dial 340-1045, 340-1045. If you want to email us a question, you can do that through our website, questions at universalroofjacks.com. Now, throughout the week, we help people with their roofing and siding needs. Uh, we're a local roofing and, and siding replacement contractor. We do window replacement as, as well. A licensed contractor here in the state of Florida for over 20 years. I've been doing a home improvement show uh, in Florida for about 17 years now, this show called In the House. Uh, in uh, Jacksonville, we've only been doing uh, the show on WOKV here for uh, just a little bit less than a year, but... Um, but uh, home improvement show I've been doing a long time. And so we answer your home improvement questions. Now, if you have a leaky faucet, you want to know how to uh, how to stop it. Uh, thinking about doing a remodel or an addition, you want to know what pays off. Uh, maybe you're thinking about uh, replacing your flooring, and you want to know whether to use tile or whether to use wood. And if so, what type of tile? Um, uh, what's the difference between engineered wood and laminate? Um, uh, maybe you're thinking about uh, doing some painting and you want to know what type of preparation you should do first. Really, anything having to do with home improvement, uh, you can give us a call. I'm a licensed contractor. I actually hold four state licenses uh, in the state of Florida. Um, I'm a licensed residential contractor, a uh, licensed building contractor, a licensed roofing contractor and a licensed general contractor. So, uh, my dad built custom homes when I was growing up. Uh, I've been around construction my entire life. Um, I started getting paid for it, I think, when I was 18. Uh, he might have paid me at 16, but I don't think so. I think 18 is when I started to get paid for it. And uh, so I've been doing construction a long time. Uh, I'm uh, 41 years old, so I guess I've been getting paid for it for about 23, 24 years, uh, but been doing it for a, for a long time. So I'd be honored if you'd be a part of the show and call with your home improvement questions. Numbers to dial 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. You can also email us a question if you're a little bit shy. Don't want to hear the sound of your voice on the radio. You can just email me a question to uh, questions at universalroofjacks.com. Again, questions at universalroofjacks.com. And then what we'll do is we'll read that question live on the air, uh, and then we will answer the question. Uh, and um, then it um, uh, gives you everything that you need to do to do those projects around your house. And what a beautiful weekend to do that. Uh, I tell you, uh, I, I, I love doing do-it-yourself home improvement projects. I always have. And, uh, and uh, there's just something about Saturday morning that helps you start with that process. I know that, you know, I wake up Saturday morning. Now I do this show, so I have to think about home improvement projects. But uh, you're listening to the show, which means now you're forced to, to think about those uh, do-it-yourself projects. If you have a list, uh, I, um, uh, I don't know about you and your house, but my wife gives me a list. I have a, a running list of home improvement projects that I'm supposed to do or that I've been asked to do. And, um, uh, and so I just, uh, start checking the things off my list of the, the projects, uh, around the house that, uh, that, uh, that need to get done. It's a honey do list. Uh, honey, please do this. 
Uh, and um, and so I have a list, and, and there's something about Saturday mornings. I, I wake up, I look at the list, and, and decide what projects I'm, I'm going to do at my house. So if you have that same list and you have a question about one of them, uh, then you can give us a call. Uh, the number here, 340-1045. Again, 340-1045. Uh, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or whether you're going to hire somebody to do a project, uh, either way, we can help you with uh, with any questions you have. Uh, all right, let's go straight to the phones. Let's talk to Richard in Orange Park. Richard, how are you today? I'm doing great, yourself. Doing really good. Yeah, thanks. I just, it, it's a, uh, you know, some weekends I, I wake up and, and I'm kind of dragging and, and not excited about the weekend. I don't know what it is, but this weekend I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, excited about this weekend. So, uh, so I'm actually doing pretty good this morning. That works. That works. Um, quick question then. Um, my parents' house, they, in their spare bathroom, you've got the shower, full bath. Mm-hmm. The stems, I've replaced the stems in both the handles, um, even replaced the seats behind it. But I'm still getting a leak that comes out of the, you know, the bathroom faucet part at the bottom every once in a while, no matter how hard you turn it down or turn it off, however you want to put it. Um, is there any idea of what it could still be? Hmm. And Well, I mean, you you I just said, this, that, yeah, yeah, you I replaced replace. the stem and you replaced the faucet. So, um, so that Even is... the little seats behind it, you know, the little uh, rubber seats that go with each. Yeah, I mean, how well... Um... I mean, when you replace it, not not very often do you replace a, a part and the and it still has the same exact problem as before. I mean, you fix the two things that it that it could be, and so um, so if it's the same problem is happening, are you positive that you set it okay, and are you 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 positive that you actually um, you know? Well, it, 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 the drip isn't as bad as it was to begin with, and actually they had them in both bathrooms, to be honest with you, in the master bathroom as well as the um, the guest. Um, the master bathroom, I took care of that one. There's not a problem, but it still is happening in the guest bathroom, and like I said, it just kind of baffled me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, those are the two things that I would recommend that you do. So I, I would probably say, you know, sometimes um, – um, uh, now, did you did you replace the actual valve, the inter- the internal components of the valve? Well, I replaced the whole valve itself, the whole stem, yeah. as well as the seats behind it that yeah. go into the um, – the only thing I didn't replace was the plumbing behind the wall. Yeah. Which – does it look like it's coming from the physical plumbing? It just drips out of the bottom of yeah. you know, the bathtub faucet portion at the bottom, uh, not having right. it come out of the shower at the top part, just like I said, just at the bottom. Yeah, it's po- it's possible that you have a faulty valve there, so okay. I may I may try replacing that valve again. Is probably what I would do if that if I were in that situation. Well, I would appreciate it. All right, thanks, Richard. Really yeah, appreciate your call. Thanks, Bye-bye. man. You too. Number to dial three four zero one zero four five three four zero one zero four five with your home improvement home repair questions. Really, any type of home repair question is okay. Three four zero one zero four five. You can also email us a question. Questions at universalroofjacks.com. Again, questions at universalroofjacks.com. All right, so I'm going to read an email question. Uh, this t- comes to us from Frank in Jacksonville. Frank writes, I am thinking about replacing my roof. I've gotten two different quotes, one for shingles and one for metal, and there's a pretty significant price difference. Which is better, and is it worth the cost difference to go to the metal? Um, great question, and you know this is a pretty uh, pretty common question. Um, 
so is it yes metal in general is more expensive than uh than asphalt shingles are uh the, it does last longer too though so um uh so um you know so that is one factor um now, is it worth the additional cost? Uh, you have to decide that really in your individual scenario. So uh, if somebody says to me, uh, you know, I, I'm about to put this house on the market, I'm about to sell it, um, and in general, are you going to recoup the difference in cost uh, by going to a metal roof as opposed to an asphalt shingle, typically not in a short time frame. Uh, there's no doubt that the metal roof will add value to the home. Will it add enough value in a short time period to cover the difference in cost? Usually not. So if if you say to me, listen, I'm selling this house in a year, I'm selling this house in two years, uh, then my recommendation, uh, if you're in an area where all the rest of the houses have asphalt shingle roofs, then it wouldn't be worth the additional cost. Now, if you said to me, this is my forever house, uh, they're going to have to carry me out of this house in a box, then my recommendation would be to go to the metal roof um, because metal roofs last longer than shingle roofs. It's just, it's, it's undeniable fact. Um, now, uh, with one caveat, which is that many people will use a metal roof that has an exposed fastener. Now, there's uh, a number of different uh, styles of panels that have exposed fastener. Uh, the most common is called 5V, um, uh, um, and you uh, fasten or nail or screw through the top of it, and then they have uh, fasteners with neoprene or rubber washers on them. And with that style of metal roof, um, the problem is it with it is that you have a perfectly good panel, a metal panel, and then you're putting thousands of holes in it. And so I'm not a big fan of an exposed fastener metal roof. I think you're much better off uh, spending a little bit extra money and going with um, either what's called a standing seam or or closed seam. Uh, there's a number of different names uh, of different panels and different styles of them, but the the main idea with them is that the fasteners are are hidden. The fasteners are underneath of the panel, and then it has some sort of clip or bracket system uh, or hidden fastener system uh, so that that way that fastener is not exposed. So I, I would recommend spending the additional money for the hidden fastener system. It's a much better system. Um, uh, it doesn't require as much maintenance. Uh, the, the fasteners don't back out or uh, leak the way that they do with an exposed fastener system. So... Um, so in general, I, I love metal roofs. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of them, um, but I am not a huge fan of the ones that have exposed fasteners. So it's worth spending the additional money. Now, is it worth the different the cost difference between metal and shingles? Uh, you really have to decide that for yourself based on you know your your financial abilities and based on how long you plan on staying in the home. And it's also aesthetics of the home. Uh, some houses look really good with a metal roof, and and so you're going to increase the the curb appeal of the home. You're going to increase the value of the home, uh, but a lot of it depends on where you are and what the what the plans are. Now, there's a another style of metal um, that um, which is like a metal shingle or a metal shake, uh, where uh, again many of them have exposed fasteners, some of them don't have exposed fasteners, uh, and those look like wood shake or like slate. You know, those are a good metal roof option as well. Uh, I really like uh, I really like those. We're doing a bunch of those right now. Um, 
and uh, um, and we are Frank uh, also having a special on metal roofs right now. Uh, we're we're trying to uh, build our metal roof division, and uh, our manufacturers are actually offering some specials right now, as are we from the installation standpoint. So if you were thinking about buying a metal roof, right now is literally the best time uh, to buy a metal roof. So if you call our office, um, uh, we can give you a quote on that. Always give free quotes. Uh, our office number six four seven thirty nine zero seven, or go to our website universalroofjacks.com. All right, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a line open for you. The number to dial, 340-1045. You're listening to In the House on News 104.5 WOKB. Hey, hey, welcome back. In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered. Number to dial here, 340-1045, 340-1045. Great weekend to do those home improvement projects. Let us know if you have a question about one. If you're thinking about uh, doing any sort of home improvement project, have a question, uh, whether it's a leaky faucet. Um, maybe think about replacing some flooring, want to know which type of flooring to use, maybe have some cabinet questions, uh, anything having to do with home improvement is perfectly okay with us. All right, let's do an email question. Uh, by the way, if you want to email us a question, you can do that through our website, universalroofjacks.com, just uh, questions at universalroofjacks.com. All right, so this comes to us from Francis in, actually she he or she, I'm not sure if it's a male Francis or female Francis, actually, uh, didn't say where uh, they were from, but here's the question. I'm thinking about buying new insulation. What are the different types and what do you recommend? It's actually fairly broad question. Uh, so let's let's look at different types of insulation. Uh, most of the time, uh, you're going to have either blown-in insulation. If we're talking about attic insulation, uh, she didn't he or she didn't uh, uh, clarify whether it was attic or wall insulation, but I'm going to assume that it's uh, that it's attic insulation. Um, uh, in general, there are uh, uh, two primary types: uh, blown-in insulation and then uh, batten-style insulation. Uh, typically, the insulation is going to go at the ceiling level. So it's going to restrict, the idea with insulation is it restricts heat flow. So when there's, um, or heat exchange, uh, when there's hot air in the attic, uh, it restricts the hot air from coming into the living space, the air conditioned space. And, uh, also the air conditioned area restricts that, uh, from exchanging to the attic. And so, um, uh, if you have blown in insulation, uh, it's usually easier to just add additional blown in if you need uh, more insulation. Now, within um, uh, blown in insulation, there's cellulose insulation, there's fiberglass insulation, there's a number of different types of, of blown in insulation. I, I typically recommend that you use similar to what you have. Um, is a is a good idea. Batten style insulation is the rollout type. Uh, you can use blown in over the top of uh, of uh, batten style insulation, depending on the uh, condition of both insulations. Sometimes I recommend um, uh, removing the existing insulation, and sometimes I recommend going over the top. Uh, a lot of it is going to be is going to depend on the condition of the existing insulation. Uh, the thing about blown-in insulation is it's actually this the the airspace between the individual pieces of insulation that actually helps with the airflow or the the reducing the the heat exchange. And so when it gets compacted, it actually becomes less effective. And so 
So um, once it's compacted, there's no way to uncompact it. Right. So, um, and sometimes you can get a lot of dust and, and, and debris in the attic. And so many times I recommend removing the old insulation before installing new. Now, uh, there's another style of insulation called spray foam insulation, uh, and it's become more and more prevalent over the last number of years. In fact, my home, I actually have spray foam insulation in my home. Uh, this was a house that was built in the 70s. Uh, I purchased the home a couple years ago, and the insulation was not great. And so what I did is I... Um, uh, removed all the old insulation, which was uh, a blown-in style, and then I did a spray foam insulation on the underside of the roof deck. Now, the principle and idea with spray foam insulation is rather than restrict the hot air at the ceiling level, where you allow as much hot air as possible to get into the to the attic, and then you use ventilation systems to allow the hot air to get out of the attic, and you have insulation that restricts that hot air from getting down inside the living space. Uh, what spray foam insulation does is it goes on the underside of the roof deck, and it restricts the hot air from ever breaking the envelope of the home. So if you go in, in my attic uh, on a nor, uh, let's say a 90 degree day, uh, on a 90 degree day, my attic temperature is typically going to be between seven and eight degrees warmer than the inside temperature of my home. So let's say that I keep my home at 75 degrees, let's say, then usually my attic temperature is going to be 82 to 85, right around in there. Whereas on a 90 degree day, uh, with, uh, with regular insulation, um, then the attic temperature is typically going to be 110, uh, to 130 degrees. And if it's improper ventilated, it can be 150 to 170 degrees. And so, uh, spray foam insulation is good because it restricts the hot air from ever coming into the, and ever breaking the envelope of the home. That does though create some, uh, some airflow issues because then you have an unvented uh, attic space. Uh, so my attic space basically is air-conditioned in my home, uh, but you have to have some way for the uh, bad air, uh, like as we breathe and we exhaust um, uh, air out of our lungs, and then you have moisture on the interior of the home from cooking and bathing and those sort of things. Uh, somehow that has to escape out of the home. And so when you do spray foam insulation, you're closing in the ventilation system which means you have to have some other sort of method for that hot air to escape and for the bad air to escape out of the home. So typically you have to add some sort of fresh air exchange uh, to your HVAC system or uh, some other way for that uh, for that air to escape out of the home. But it is a very efficient method uh, for uh, for cooling your home and for allowing the hot air to escape. So spray foam insulation is a good option. Uh, uh, as a retrofit, it's difficult just because you usually have to, uh, modify your HVAC system. You have to close in all your, all of your ventilation on your roof, uh, and, uh, and on your soffits. Um, so it's an expensive process. Uh, but, uh, but the spray foam insulation is a, is a pretty good option. So, um, that is another style of insulation. So when we look at insulation, uh, Francis, uh, what I would recommend is that you, with any home improvement project, that you diff- get different quotes, uh, see the options and, and advantages and disadvantages to each of those options, a price for each of those options, and then you can make a decision based on that information. So that's typically what I recommend.
So uh, good luck with that. All right, if you want to call with your home improvement questions, number to dial here is 340-1045, of course, area code 904, but the number 340-1045. you want to email us a question, do it through our website, questions at universalroofjacks.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more home improvement talk. You're listening to In the House News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, hey, welcome back. That's right, In the House with Ken and Jared. Your home improvement questions are answered. Flying solo today. Brandon is out. Uh, I think he's uh, playing golf today. And then uh, Ken is out as well. He's actually uh, doing some work at his house. He had... Uh, 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 called me yesterday and uh, had some cleanup items at his uh, at his home that he was going to be working on today. So, so you get me uh, as you do every week, but uh, usually I have somebody with me. But today, uh, flying solo. So, if you have a home improvement question, three four zero one zero four five. Any type of home improvement question is is perfectly okay with me. I'm a licensed contractor here in the state of Florida. And um, have four state certified uh, contractors licenses, and uh, throughout the week we help people with their roofing, siding, and window needs. And then uh, every weekend we come in and answer your home improvement questions. Uh, we are having a, a special with at our business right now, um, uh, where our June uh, our June special um, is uh, free gutter and gutter covers this June. So if you uh, sign a contract with Universal Roofing Contracting uh, this month, then uh, you get thirty feet of free gutters or downspouts uh, when you purchase a new roof. And uh, on the first 20 feet of the gutter, gutters, we'll add uh, free gutter protection. Uh, gutter protection is key because um, uh, most people do not get up and clean their gutters out as uh, often as they should. You know, leaf debris gets up in there. It actually clogs the gutters, and you are worse off having gutters that are clogged than you are having no gutters at all, because the water will actually back up in areas and uh, and cause problems, uh, rotted fascia issues, uh, water getting in the uh, the exterior walls of the home, and um, uh, and uh, so it's a key to have to either clean out your gutters extremely regularly, uh, but a better option is to have gutter protection. It's a cover that goes over the top of the gutters so the debris never gets in the gutters. Uh, then you do not have to clean it out as often. So um, so we are having a special if you uh, uh, buy a project from us uh, this, uh, this month, this June, uh, then uh, we are giving away some gutters. So if you want to call our office, 407-295-7403. Again, 407-295-7403. All right, let's go to John in Orange Park. John, you're in the house. How can I help you? Hey, sir. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Thanks. How about you, John? Oh, I'm doing great. I love your show. Thanks, man. I listen to it all the time. Thanks. The show uh, loves I've you, John. That, uh, the back bedroom and the uh, bathroom is always hot, even mm-hmm. though the air conditioner is running. Uh, there's one vent in the back bedroom, and there's one vent in the bathroom, but it's into the door that you open up. And the winter, it's during the winter, it's cold back there, and during the summer, it's hot. Yeah. Even though the air conditioner is running, uh, sometimes we we'll leave the doors open, but no, most of the time, when my wife goes to sleep and everything, there she closes the door, and we got a fan going. Right. And she wants me to buy a portable air conditioner. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather you come up with a different solution first rather than do an additional air conditioning system. So let's talk about what some of the uh, some of the possibilities of problems are. Uh, a simple thing that it could be, it is possible that um, that that area does not have as much insulation as the rest of the home. Uh, I have I, I've seen people deal with this issue where the insulation contractor um, ended up literally leaving off a section of home. And so we went up in the attic. We went over to this area where the c- customer complained about it being hot. We went over there uh, in the attic, and there was very little insulation in that area. So that, that could be a part of it. Okay. Uh, second thing that it could be is improperly sized ductwork. Um, that's, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, So and it is a very common uh, issue where they'll use the same size ductwork or an insufficient size ductwork so the air is not actually getting to that part of the home properly. Uh, it's not actually pushing enough air over to there. So it could be an improperly sized ductwork. Other thing that it could be is um, uh, if there's no return in that area, understand that air will only come into that space at the same rate that air exhausts out of that space. And so many times it's a return issue where there's not a return close enough. Uh, and so many times we recommend adding uh, adding a return in that area so that that way we're actually pulling the, the, the hotter air out of that space um, so that more cool air can come in. And then it could be uh, another problem with the ductwork. Many times I've found that there's some sort of break or tear. Like the, the ductwork is sized properly, except that there's some sort of break or tear in the ductwork so that that way, um, as the air is trying to move over into that space, it's just air conditioning the attic space as opposed to actually getting over to that room. So. So those are the possibilities. Obviously, without looking at it, I can't tell you which one of those it is. But, but Could I uh, call and make an appointment or something and have you all come and look and show you what we got? Well, it's probably – yeah, you can. We don't mind looking at, at really anything. But um, but in general, I would recommend um, uh, having a good air conditioning contractor look at it is probably the, the best bet because a good quality AC company, it, chances are it is well, at I least. Have, I, I, replaced the tra- I, I replaced my air conditioner that I bought with that there, and it's a, it's a very new train. It's a four-ton really heavy train. Uh, my uh, units inside the house and stuff, and it cools everything inside the house except that back bedroom. Did you have him look at the at the ductwork and insulation to make sure that it was right? Uh, no, sir. I, I, all I did was replace the unit because it was about to die. You know yeah, what so, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I, it's a, and, and so you can have the best. Air conditioning unit in the world, but if the if the ductwork and returns aren't right, then then it doesn't matter how good the AC unit is because it, the air is heating up before it gets there, or it's um, escaping in the attic, or it's not able to return as fast as it needs to. So, but it's surprising that the AC contractor wouldn't look at the ductwork. Have you complained to him about the the oh, no, cold no, slash I, hot of that like area? Say, we haven't we haven't had any problem. I mean, the contractor that originally built this house, he's out of business now. He's not even around. Yeah. Okay. And I was just wondering, do you do that type of work? 
Yeah, if you call us, we'll come look at it. We don't we don't replace duct work, so we would refer somebody to you is what we would do. And we can refer a good a good quality AC contractor that can replace the duct work or fix the duct work as it needs to be fixed. We don't we per, we don't perform that work, no. But Oh, okay. Well, I can answer the question, but I don't Yep, it's um, uh, our office number 647-3907. Again, 647-3907. Nope, uh, 3907-3907. Again, 647-3907. Thanks, John, for your call. We do appreciate it. Good luck with that. Let me ask you uh, one uh, other question. I I, I heard you, you were talking about insulation, roof insulation and everything there. This one... uh, my attic, if I had, I put planks in there because I went in there and checked because I had some leaks and stuff, and uh, it's at least a hundred and something degrees. And I'm just wondering. Uh, I heard you were talking about the foam and stuff, but that's a little expensive for me. But uh, it has the the original, uh, just it looks like asbestos insulation up there. You know what right. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir, I do. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna give so, you a call. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, the 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 phone line's messing up a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna place you on hold. But let me kind of let me kind of answer it here really quick. So, the thing that I didn't talk about with uh, with your scenario and what works with insulation is ventilation. Um, when you have regular insulation that goes at the ceiling level. It also relies on ventilation to allow the hot air out of the attic space. And so uh, this issue that you're having where one section of the home is, is hotter than the others, it could possibly be a ventilation issue as well. And so uh, so – you know that is is something that needs to be fixed as well, uh, and so uh, all of those systems work together: the insulation system, the ventilation system, and then the the air conditioning system. They all work together to to uh, make sure that you have cool air in the areas where you want it uh, on our hot summer days. So, um, thank you, John, uh, for that uh, for that question. We do appreciate it. And uh, again, if you want to uh, to contact our office, we can send somebody out to to check it out for you. Six four seven thirty nine oh seven six four seven thirty nine oh seven. We do work, do the uh, ventilation as well as insulation. The uh, air conditioning portion of it, we don't perform that work. However, we can refer a good air conditioning contractor to you. So, all right, do I have time to take a call before we take a break, or should I take a break first? I do have time to take a call. Okay, great. Let's uh, go to Kurt in Palm Coast. Kurt, you're in the house. How can I help you? Thank you. Hello? Yep, I'm here. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Uh, Hi, this is Kurt from Palm Coast. Uh, I was calling in regards to some, I guess they're called buckets, that that support six-by-sixes on my concrete deck, and they support the upper the upper decks on the second and third floor of my home. I live about 300 yards mm-hmm. from the ocean. The house is 10 years old. And when, you know, when they built it, they used galvanized versus stainless for whatever reason. And uh, mm-hmm. now those buckets, uh, on two of the four sides, there is metal. And the metal is kind of peeling away from the wood. And it's just you know, rusting in layers. And I'm wondering, you know, how big of a problem and how big of a job is that to replace those 
Uh, so I think, you know, over the next couple of years, you know, you could probably just, you know, kick them with your foot and the, the, the metal would just crumble away. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that definitely is a significant issue and it's, and it's actually pretty common. Uh, when we look at getting co- close to coastal areas, you definitely uh, cannot use galvanized metal. And no matter what it is, it's going to rust out. And so, uh, you know, the thing is, is at the time, it, it would have been a, small difference in cost to go from the galvanized to the stainless steel but now to change it out it is a very expensive process and so um, there's a number of different things that you can do sometimes what uh, you can do is you can just add additional anchors uh, that are made of stainless steel uh, or sometimes you actually have to replace the bucket the entire bucket itself which means you have to remove that post out of the way you have to temporarily support it remove that post out of the way uh, install a, a new stainless steel bucket and then reset the uh, the post uh, back into place. And so uh, it does take a general contractor to do that. Um, it is a uh, considered a structural change to the to the home, and um, uh, so it's not necessarily a simple process, uh, but it is something that I would recommend doing. And you are absolutely correct if that if that bucket. Um, is rotted on any one side, it can actually allow that support to slide sideways. So if there's any lateral movement uh, at all, whether it's through wind or just through uh, some other uh, form of lateral movement, uh, that support can actually move to the side. And so uh, it would be a good idea to replace those those buckets for sure. So um, sorry you're going through that. but Yeah, well, there's a considerable amount of weight on top, so I'm not really overly concerned about the lateral movement it's just if i were to to fix this or a general contractor were to fix it they would literally jack the upper the the second floor deck up and then they would remove the the galvanized bucket and then replace it with a, a stainless one is it that easy to swap out it looks like it's just resting on the concrete i don't know if there's a bolt that goes through you know down into the concrete how does it how does that generally work yeah so yeah, so there's there's two primary methods. Uh, one of them is where it actually has a lower section that is set into the concrete, and then there's a method called a remodel style where it's actually anchored down into the concrete. So most of the time in new construction, you're going to use the ones that are set in concrete, uh, and then uh, when you're replacing it, you would remove the one that's set in concrete or cut the top of it off, and then you'd put a new bucket in, and then it's anchored down. There's four bolts that would actually go down down into the concrete to hold it in place. So the um, chances are the the one that is there is set in concrete, but the new one would be anchored down. But yeah, that's exactly what you'd have to do. Is 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 most of the time we would um, uh, we would. Uh, temporarily shore it or temporarily support it and replace the actual bucket. Sometimes what you can do is you can leave that bucket in place and do additional anchors to just anchor it down into into the concrete. So in other words, rather than replacing the bucket, what you're doing is you're strapping it down on all four sides where you're you're actually uh, um, uh, doing a, a strap on each side of the post, anchoring it into the post, and then going down into the concrete and then anchoring it into the concrete on all four sides. So in that method, you don't have to jack it up or remove it or anything. In that method, you're just anchoring it as it is. So, but the, the contractor, um, uh, would be able to let you know their recommendation on, uh, on the best method of, uh, of, um, of securing it. So. 
Good luck with that project. Sorry you're going through that. It, the The cost difference between uh, the galvanized bucket and the stainless steel bucket maybe twenty bucks a piece. Uh, so. Um, at the time, it would have cost very little money to do it right. Uh, and now you're dealing with this issue, which is not a inexpensive issue. So I'm sorry you're going through this. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more home improvement talk. You're listening to In the House on News 104.5 WOKV. Welcome back. Final segment this week's In the House with Ken and Jared. Thank you so much for listening today. We've got a few minutes left here before the end of the show. Uh, if you want to contact our company during the week, our, our office number is 647-3907, uh, name of our business, Universal Roof and Contracting, and uh, we help people with their uh, roofing, siding, and window needs. And then every weekend we come in and answer your home improvement questions. So uh, we'd love to uh, to do work for you. If you have a, a roof need, a siding need, or a window need, uh, please call our office for us uh, uh, 647-3907. Again, 647-3907. Of course, area code 904. All right, let's go to Bob. Uh, Bob, you are in the house. How can I help you? Well, uh, I've got a problem with my chimney. It's a 10-inch, uh, uh, you know, 10-inch hole, but when they put the new cap on it, they made the hole about 12 inches. So, Consequently, uh, the uh, collar that went around there wasn't big enough to shield the whole thing from rain. Well, I want to know is right. how can I get a new collar? Can, can somebody fabricate one a uh, collar for a 10-inch uh, uh, pipe uh, and make it like 14 inches uh, to cover 14 inches? Yeah, so um, I'd have to look at it because it may it may be better to actually replace the physical cap itself. The the thing about the collar is that you want the collar to be the you want the the opening to be the right size, and so there's no such thing. I mean, we can't stretch the metal on site. So I may recommend a different collar, or I may recommend actually remaking the cap where it is the right size. So. If you call the office, uh, we can send one of our guys out to take a look at it, uh, 647-3907. We, we come out for free and, and look at it, and we can give you a, a quote on what it would take to actually get it right. Uh, but whatever it takes, that's what, that's what we would do. Um, but without looking at it, I don't know which way I recommend. I've got a little criticism of you. Uh, uh, I, I don't mean it personally or anything else, but when you give a yeah. phone number, 34 34- Three four zero zero one zero four five. You are making a mistake. It isn't an O. It's a zero. So I yep. noticed that you gave your phone number for your business several times using the zero. I wish you'd use the zero on every phone number where it's appropriate. Thank you. Thank you for that. I I appreciate it. You know why I do it. Um, is because the call letters uh, here when we talk about them on the station, we say 104.5 WOKV. That's why I do the the number is the 340-1045. Um, you are correct. It is not an O. It is a zero. And and I take that criticism 100%. Um, and uh, and I and the reason why I because uh, in the beginning I was actually saying 340-1045. But then it was confusing because I was saying zero on one and O on the other, and uh, and we don't call the station news one zero four five. We call it 
1045. So I don't know what's the right way, but I, I appreciate the, the criticism and I don't know which way I would, I would do it. 3401045 is the number to dial uh, for your home improvement questions. And then my office number is 6473907. Uh, so thank you for that though. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to change it, but I appreciate the, I appreciate the discussion for sure. Uh, so let's go to John in Fort Caroline. John, go ahead. We, we only have about a minute left, so quickly. Great. Hey, I appreciate your, your information here. Uh, I recently found a uh, bad fascia wood when cleaning my gutters. I, I called a company out to do uh, the gutter covers is what I was originally come out to, and they recommended re- replacing the gutters with a hanger system versus a spike and ferrule, yeah. and then possibly yeah, much, do the gutter covers fine. later. So uh, I went ahead and just did them all, and, and the gut, gutters and the covers. I'm just wondering how much experience have you had with them? And I already went with a company i went with a gutter sure. uh, gutter helmet company here local in town have you had any experience with sure. that they seem to be pretty good yeah gutter helmet is company. great yeah yeah gutter helmet is great uh it's one of the better gutter protection systems so uh, yeah you you did fine did you replace the rotted fascia though yeah they're gonna do that also they're gonna pull the gutters down and replace okay. all all the wood that was all one one company doing everything so i kind of like that so great yeah, perfect. Yep, nothing, nothing wrong with that. And Gutter Helmet is a is a good company. No, nothing bad to say whatsoever. All right, thank you everybody for for listening today. If you want to call my office six four seven three nine zero seven. Show's called In the House every Saturday morning. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. See ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.